one Catherine Bigelow points break. Some will call it <laughs> the impetus for the Fast and Furious franchise. Some will call it the movie that made Keanu Reeves. I will always call it the movie where my dear friend Patrick Swayze looked like the 45-year-old that hung out with all the 20-year-olds <laughs> and might be the most unsettling wig work I've ever seen in movie history. That's uh, my comment. Point break. My contribution before we turn this episode off is his hair looked like uh, Daryl Hannah's hair from uh, Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> they had the same wig master for this film. Yeah. <laughs> wig master. This is only two years after Roadhouse. And at the end of the movie, he looks aged with the shorter hair. Anyone else feel that way? Yeah. Like it was yeah. like they filmed like this five years apart. Too quick. My God. Yeah, they uh, like it's like they t- went back for reshoots after f- five years. <laughs> His natural hair color showing like again. it was an a- like an actual like they got together were like you know we think this should be like a five year search yeah. for Bodie so we'll see you in nineteen ninety six or Bro <laughs> or Brody yeah. depending on the or Brody as Dale refers to him Brody uh, Timothy already frothing at the mouth in Tim- Slack Timothy Timothy he's a friend of the show. He's in the Slack community. He's a friend of ours. If you want to get ours. in the Slack, hit up Matt HH on Slack. Timo Thief, I think, he's he's been uh, scorned in his view. Maybe we've been too harsh on Timo Thief. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. The he guy got, just, he loves to uh, live listen and Slack us. That's it. Yeah. And he's passionate about movies. He's very passionate. He wanted to talk to us about Dawn of the Dead, our thoughts there, and we gave him a one-two punch on Slack <laughs> that put him down for the count. <laughs> he, he really, he gave up after that. He literally <laughs> gave up. I, I almost felt bad, but like, <laughs> he was like, okay, all right, truce. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. He never mentioned it again. If Timo Thief put up with only a fifth of what we do to Jonesy, <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Anywho, uh, Tim, you know what break. the secret is: is to demolish what little self-respect and self-confidence you have left, and don't be afraid to never pick up the pieces. <laughs> my advice: Pipe me. Is that on the wall at your class on Thursday? <laughs> Don't be afraid to never pick up the pieces. And it's in like a nice cursive font on a wooden board. There's a picture of like a black white p- picture of Bruce Lee. Like that quote's accredited to him somehow. Uh, shoot. Leave it all on the mat. And by it, we mean your self-respect. Oh. 1991 Point Break is our movie. Real quick. Before we get into that, paperkeg.com slash shirts. You have you're running out of time. Oh, it, this yeah. is it. 
if ever uh, were there there a call speaking of running out of time by the time this posts the song will be out and the album announced but how about that teaser for the new u2 signal that's mm. uh coming out new yeah. album information gonna be dropping soon amazing your thoughts I'm very excited. I mean, you know, I don't, it's hard for me to keep up on any sort of news uh, of uh, of spe- any sort of interest that I like. So when it's brought to me in the aloe, I, it's mm-hmm. like trying to stay spoiler-free for a movie. I mean, it's just like, wow, this is amazing news, and I didn't even expect it. Yeah. Perfect. Jen, did you I can't listen wait. to it yet? Have you heard the 30 or 40-second uh, teaser of the song? I, I have not. I kind of want to wait. Until I get to hear the the whole thing tomorrow, mm. I liked what like, I heard. Even like when the when the miracle got released, I, I know there was a lot of controversy about that uh, mm. album, but undeniably, like so. the miracle, Joey Ramone for me was like a not a big song, but it was emotional song for Bono to write. First of all, but like I got to listen to it by myself in a room, and that's kind of how that the I lead prefer single from that album. To new music, yeah. Interesting. Songs of so, Innocence. Uh, I really liked uh, Raised by Wolves. I really liked that song. Raised by I like really being good. able to listen to it from start to finish. Because I, I feel like, I don't know. U2 is... Dallas. U2 is like one of, one of my core bands, like Raised them and Pearl Jam. Like, mm-hmm. they won't, like, they're still releasing new songs. So like it's still something I can cherish. Like the police are never going to release a new album. You know what I mean. I so see I have to saying, like yeah. hold on to these things and savor them as they occur. So mm-hmm. like I really do like to savor it. Like I don't like to just hear it. Like and not listen to the whole thing or mm-hmm. you know buy the album but not listen to every track. If I'm going to listen to it, I want to listen to it. Yeah, I liked, I liked a few songs from that album. I like the album. Miracle John Ramone is is like yeah, definitely one of my favorite U two songs. I love it. I've liked their last several albums. They uh they played in a little while to Joey Ramone on his deathbed. It was one of Joey Ramone's favorite songs, and that experience inspired Bono to write the Miracle. About the first time he heard the Ramones, I mean it's every U two song seems to be like have a real deep emotional meaning right mm-hmm. they're you too i mean if you um, don't like you too ask yourself what do you hate about your own life <laughs> that you can't like you too you can't pick up the pieces enough to like you too just around don't the pick them up please on the floor break. uh we're close let me just i just want to take a quick peek at their their last few albums here while you do that, I just wanted to comment. You know, I, I rarely go into uh, iTunes Music on my telephone, but 3D Touch in the in the music app, top notch, of course, since it's an Apple mm-hmm. service. But it's it's uh, very Talk good. 3D Touch, very good. Something to uh, yeah. to tech guys from a non tech guy. Talk I never ever ever use Peek and Pop. Do you guys ever use that feature for an app? Oh, Slim probably doesn't with his Pexel, but well, they have uh, they have something similar. It just do they? They have like the long press to reveal quick actions, but it doesn't really matter how hard you press. I do enjoy a pe- good peek and pop for sep- for uh, different apps. Jonesy, uh, Google. 
the Google app for voice search. See, I enjoy. Know. No Line on the Horizon. What do you think about that album? Magnificent. No Line on the Horizon. Get on Your Boots. Mm. Fez. Cedars of Lebanon. I'll Go Crazy If I Don't Go Crazy Tonight. Great song. I think Get On Your Boots might be my favorite song off that album. How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb had a lot of good ones. That, that, City of Blind that album. Are you kidding me? I think, uh, didn't I one time play that whole track while reading a letter from Ad Custom? Isn't that <laughs> a thing that happened? Know. Maybe it was an Ad Custom. Uh, that one but famously I, has Vertigo as the lead single, which I didn't really like that much. Beautiful Day and How to Dismantle Atomic Bomb. Oh, like two very super relevant albums. And I still listen to tracks of those albums. Like in my, uh, I have a Spotify playlist just called Now. Like, what do I want to hear now? Mm-hmm. And there's always songs from those two albums on there. Sometimes you can't make it on your own. Oh, God. God, that God. that reminds me of my father so much. Every time I listen to that song, sometimes I got to turn it off. All because of you, a man and a woman, and uh, of course, Miracle Drug. Maybe top three, two songs of all time. IMO. Incoming, Incoming song. Be careful. Let's just sit back and just listen to you two for the next 20 minutes. Yeah, that'll be our we will, episode. If only, we're going to play. Let's just fire we're gonna play up the music. That we promise we're going to we're going to be here. We promise we're going to be here and listen along with you. We're going to be here. We're just going to be quiet. <laughs> just going to be silent. You just, just might hear some be... tears, soft, you some soft sobbing. <laughs> that would be a funny idea for an episode where we just like listen to an album and then like in between each song we just talk for a few minutes and then play the next song. How <laughs> <laughs> about the new Metallica song I just heard on the radio? Sounds like a SoundCloud project. <laughs> Less does. of a podcast. Jens, you hear that new Metallica jam? Which one? I have no idea what it's called. On, but the, I heard on it. the radio? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm like this, yeah, this caveman listening to the radio on my Jeep because there's you're no... You're on FM. Jeez. <laughs> and I, I, it has a CD player, but what am I going to do? Buy or make a CD? My Mac Mini doesn't even have a CD drive. Yeah. I got my uh, book of uh, CDs. I used to haul around in my, let's see, it started in my Dodge Shadow. I moved to my Pontiac <laughs> Grand and Grand Am, then to my GTI, then moved on to my Wrangler, and my next Wrangler. Now, I, maybe I didn't have my CD book carry with me by then. I used to have those CD books, but I used to like d- end up doubling up. And then, like, mm. the discs would just get destroyed, and you'd try to listen to your favorite CD, and then it would skip on, like, your song, and then you'd just curse the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just give up. Speaking of cursing, mm. point break. Speaking of Johnny, you too. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh out of the academy, soaking wet in the rain. Johnny, Utah Jonesy, please. I mean, what can be said about Point Break that hasn't been said by the cult cinematic viewers over the last, what is it, 25 years this movie has been out? 26? 91? 27? Who cares? Uh, anyway, um, it's the 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 movie that was the impetus to many uh, copycat plots. Young FBI agent sent undercover uh, to stop a dangerous 
a bunch of thieves who uh, rob tractor trailers with their Honda Civics. Uses real uh, name. Wait a minute. No, that's sorry. That's Fast and Furious. Uh, <laughs> so Johnny Utah infiltrates a surfer gang. So the, the surfing motif is laid on pretty thick uh, with his mentor, a super together Gary Busey. A vision. Which, see, uh, t- an absolute vision in this movie. Super together. Reminds me of his, uh, like when Gary Busey was a good actor, like in Lethal Weapon. Like it's just a shame what happened to that guy in later years. So Keanu, I'm sorry, Johnny Utah, uh, starts combing the beaches and uh, finds uh, Lori Petty, who's also a vision in this film, a young Lori Petty who's going to teach him how to surf so he gets some cred with the uh, the surfer gang. You know, Gary Busey being a seasoned detective at the Federal Bureau of Investigation deduces correctly that the ex-president robber, bank robber gang are surfers. So um, Johnny Utah befriends Bodie, uh, not Brody, as uh, otherwise <laughs> stated. And uh, Bodie I can't guarantee that takes a liking will not to Johnny it. Utah. But uh, Johnny Utah has to lay down the law, the U law, the Utah law. And uh, the, the movie <laughs> shifts gears almost immediately from surfing to skydiving. Uh, which is a huge plot thread uh, in the second act. And then uh, the epilogue is probably one of the more, meant to be one of the more more poignant emotional moments of the film when uh, Keanu says, you know, vaya con Dios. Like that was a saying that those two have had with each other the whole movie, which is absolutely false. Uh, And Bodie surfs himself to death. Point break. <laughs> what a way to say that. Oh my God. Never would have thought to have that those grouping of words together in a sentence. <laughs> Bodie just just from having shaved off that rat hair that surrounded his lips the entire movie, that blonde listen, rat I hair. Love Patrick that Swayze hair. 61 during the filming hair. of this movie. <laughs> real real quick. I'm sensing some negativity about this film Point Break. Is that an accurate assessment of what I'm gathering? From me? No, I love this movie. Okay. This is, I mean, when you watch it with a critical eye, yeah, it's got mm. some issues. But I don't think I've Flaws. ever watched this movie with a critical eye before. Like, never have Which I sucks. ever sat down and be like, it sucks for the movies I want to analyze love. Point Break. You know what I mean? Point Break is just this, a, it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's it's I uh, like this movie is about uh, uh, getting an adrenaline high and like running on adrenaline, surfing, skydiving, but from like this movie gets your adrenaline pumping because it's such a twisted situation that Johnny Utah finds himself in. Just save for the fact that he uses his real name and the town he lives in to go deep undercover. <laughs> but this is not the age of Google, so no one knows that he's really an I, FBI but agent. But even if it was the age of Google, like you could do a background. You could look up somebody. Yeah. I, yeah, be he's a newspaper probably, clipping of Johnny Utah joining exactly. the FBI. 
You get the microfiche <laughs> out at the local library. <laughs> there's, there's bound to be FBI agent names. There's bound to be <laughs> like a Kennedy listing in the paper about who graduated the after his career. Like who graduated Quantico? Yeah. I mean, the, the idea that Johnny Utah is undercover, hometown, it's ludicrous. Plus, the idea that Johnny Utah doesn't think his identity, the jig is up when he starts tracking down the ex-presidents in a foot race, doesn't kill one, one of the dudes because he presumes it's Bodie. Why would he not think they knew who he is at that moment? You idiot. Especially when you find out he's a all all Heisman winning quarterback, like for I mean, a major even, college, like he was a major college football star. That makes it even worse. I, I did not, I did not realize when Keanu explains his knee injury to Lori Petty that the knee injury would be such an important character in the rest in the rest of this movie, and it right. is quite important that his knee is injured, I, but. But I, anyway, I was going on my little tirade about his undercover business. Uh, but when, like, when they are staking out the bank and they make contact with the ex presidents first, and you know, like, you you're still not even sure if Bodie is underneath Reagan's mask or whatever. Like the fact that you're like my adrenaline went up. And my like my senses were definitely heightened because like it's nonstop from that point on. Like you're still not sure if Bodie knows when he like rips him out of bed to go skydiving until like he makes Johnny watch that film in the back of the van. And then he takes this FBI agent on a bank robbery with him. Like, how twisted is that? And, like, the whole film, like, Johnny is conflicted because he really likes the guy. He really likes, like, this, uh, like, um, sensation or this lifestyle he chases for the high of it. And it's it's a really an amazing um, pacing and the, like the feeling and the time spent on the the first skydiving scene and that score that's playing during that scene is that score is um, absolutely freaking amazing I actually mean, that whole sequence the first time is the skydive is is one of the better moments of it's the like film. 10 minutes Visually, long if it, it, it feels yeah, like it's really cool and like that their skydiving it, scene it is, really takes is, you is there. great and then this is the first time i've ever seen this movie full disclosure Wow! Really, never saw yeah, Point never Break. Never seen Point Break before. Wow! The the scene towards the end, the latter stage of the movie, where uh, Bodhi is escaping and Keanu, they're in a plane and they're about to drop and like get off scot free, and they still haven't freed his girlfriend. And uh, Bodhi leaves the plane. And he says he probably does the line. I think. Um. So there's Keanu's left in the plane, and he his girlfriend hasn't been freed, and he's he's SOL. Keanu jumps out of the plane <laughs> without a parachute to go after right. Bodie. I just about pooped in my pants when I that scene <laughs> happened. I couldn't believe it. I was stunned. I was like, "This is amazing!" And yeah. it, it, it didn't it even might... feel like this is so crazy that this is happening. Like this is intense. Yeah, I it was. Believe it, it. Yes, it is I, intense. <laughs> in my memory of the film, my nostalgia for the film, like I remember 
Johnny Utah as being like this super heroic, larger than life, bad A on his first mission. And then when you watch it as like an adult and a parent, like Johnny Utah was in the wrong so many times. Yeah. He's a terrible cop. He carelessly put people's lives in danger (laughs) on multiple occasions, had every right for John C. McGinley to be up his Mm a-hole. Like... But Except yeah. in the so beginning. He's cool. He's, his name is Johnny Utah. Come on. Like, why did his boss hate him day one? There was, yeah. There's like no no reason for it. And in fact, Amanda was reading next to me when I was watching it. And he did that famous line that I now know is from this movie about Keanu being young, dumb, and full of cum. And Amanda like <laughs> poked her head up. She's like, oh my goodness. Like, I've never heard her react to a movie like that before. I'm stunned. I almost think, a part of me almost thinks that he was, like, reassigned. Like, he was might have been on the force for a little while, maybe. Uh, I, I think maybe, we might, I don't know if we'll get corrected in the slack for that or not, but... I think Timothy he had a, was probably uh, like, he was fresh he out of Quantico, a, Dale. They say the line, fresh out of Quantico. That doesn't mean on the force for a little bit. It means fresh. Then he had an attitude problem in Quantico, like you know the Zach Morris of the of, of the time, <laughs> ordering pizza. I, I like to. Uh, this is the first time I've I've sat through this movie. I remember this movie distinctly because it was during a time in my life where my stepfather had uh, a black uh, a descrambler, so it was always on pay per view, and I was mm-hmm. always catch like my stepbrother was always watching this movie, so I. I would always catch it in bits and pieces, but this is the first time I ever set out to watch the movie, mm. you know, front to back. Um, and like the adrenaline rush, the, it, the pacing is fantastic. Like you'd never, like Patrick Swayze's character, you never know if he's really a psycho bank robber or not or until like he Buddha. reveals himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like just like an adrenaline junkie Buddha Zen which, I, which I guess most kind of like cult leaders are kind of that yeah. inspiring kind of speaker, charismatic, you know, make you think of rethink your life kind of thing, which he totally was. And in I that want, sense, Johnny I Utah was movie, falling for it. I want this movie to be what Dalton does when he becomes disenfranchised with life <laughs> after being at the Rose House. <laughs> this is the true he goes, he goes rogue. He goes rogue. Yeah. <laughs> he takes a life as a surfer. And he doesn't, like, uh, you know, obviously he went into Roadhouse with a tons of money. He makes tons of money because of his quote he pulls when he cleans up a bar. So he's just robbing banks just to rob banks. He doesn't need this for the thrill of it. They, yeah. How many banks do they rob in like three or six years? It's, it's like, a crazy number. It's like almost 40 banks. It's like close oh to that God. number. Well, they had to keep robbing them because uh, they never went into the vault. They just took the uh, pocket pocket money out of the drawers. You broke your own I, rules. I would love Bodie. to know. You pulled too much what? time. <laughs> and now you're here. You broke your own rules, Bodie. God. Vaya con Dios. <laughs> I felt like Keanu was dreadful in this movie. Like his delivery, his lines, just yeah. about everything. His, but his you know pigeon toed feet, I couldn't get past him. His ADR work was better than his in the moment work. I thought any ADR line off camera that he did, 
I thought was okay. It was the work when the camera was on him that was borderline dreadful. And here's the thing. I love Keanu Reeves. The Matrix, John Wick, great movies. But he definitely had to come into his own over like three decades. Mm -hmm. You know? Fresh off of a parent. I mean... I thought Gary Busey was undeniable in this he's, film. He's a dream he was a good in this movie. He was a good partner. God, he was great. Shame he died, though. Really yeah, that, see I, that forgot, man. I forgot that he died. I forgot the Papa's died. And then every time, because I, I watch this movie so infrequently, it gets me every time. That, I that, just went, that, that got added to the list of why Keanu was the worst cop in history, even though he's <laughs> top 2%. Speed. Speed, like, he it's also fine. put a lot of people at risk. The whole movie, it's fine, and then the last 20, 15 minutes, the body count is like <sighs> through the rough, immense, astronomical. Off Why wouldn't he cop. be like looking into the camera when he's part of the heist at the end? He's like forced to become a bank robber. Why isn't he saying like "help" into the camera? He's just looking at it. I yeah yeah yeah. Like maybe. I'm under duress. Right, it's almost like, like yeah, I guess maybe he didn't care at that point. Maybe just like bob your head like right. over here. <laughs> so this is a plot a plot hole I need your opinion on. So Keanu obviously under arrest for the bank robbery, accessory to murder. Uh John C. McGinley's like or Harp, I think his character is named Harp. I think I'm right. You know, hop in the car with Papa's, you two deserve each other. Papa's is like, Yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna break the law by aiding and abetting a felon letting you out to go chase them. He gets himself killed. So now Keanu's responsible for two bodies. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens on the airfield, Bodie gets away. He doesn't even get the main guy. But years later, or months later, however long it is, when he gets uh, Bodie on the beach, he's still an FBI agent. Yeah. Like, And they've given him never charged launch to travel the world. To look for him. They gave him jurisdiction in Australia. So this, it, it says to me, some kind of promotion. No, and, no, but, and Mexico and Fiji, he mentions. Fiji. So, so like, was John C. McGinley like, you know what, since Gary Busey's dead, um, that's enough punishment that your friend died. So you're reinstated. <laughs> right. No problem. Yeah. Doesn't matter that that off-duty cop had a wife and children, and you're like semi-responsible for his death. Not only that, there's four bodies of criminals that we have no, you know, we don't know where the money is. There's a corpse with money somewhere over Mexico <laughs> right now. Right, and, we don't have coordinates Johnny, for you did, that. You did a great job in your first case. You're not a trusted agent with a lot of you know goodwill in the bank. So you know, go ahead, man. You're still FBI. You're good police. It doesn't even really make any sense why he would be allowed to world trot after him, like at all. The federal, federal bureau of investigation, not the international bureau of investigation. That's true. United That's States right. Federal service. He's not um, Interpol. Be, There's no special unless, privileges. Unless he did this stuff in like his free time. Like he mentioned how the surfing undercover stuff was in his free time. And like maybe he took vacation days and was mm. like checking things out and still like filing his, faxing his paperwork. I don't yeah, know. Like, uh, because, but he, like even, what's his name he from after he got parole for good behavior? He, even if, 
he's like driven by capturing Bodhi. At the end of the movie, he finally gets him. He's going to arrest him to bring him to justice. But he allows Bodhi to surf one last time, which I was pissed at. Yeah. You've been doesn't, all over the planet to yep. arrest Bodhi. And in two sentences, Bodhi again charasmas you into mm-hmm. letting him free to go kill himself by riding the big wave. Mm-hmm. You but, dummy. What are you doing? I, what was just, the whole point of everything? He doesn't get to go less out like than that. four or five minutes. Bodhi has just tried to drown you in the ocean. And you're still like, nah, go ahead. Right. Like, I, I wouldn't give him the satisfaction of killing no. himself. He, that, like, if, any way, if he wanted to die in any way, it would have been breaking his neck on a rogue wave, right? Yeah. He doesn't get that satisfaction. Not after everything he's caused. He goes out on his terms. I'm sorry. I'm dragging you back to that helicopter for these Australian p- police to uh, run Prince and put him in a jail cell where he rots. He doesn't get... To, to go out the way he wants just because this criminal has been craving a 50-year wave. It's not, it's not, not the way it works. No. Not only am I dragging you in, I'm going to hobble you so you can never get on a surfboard again yeah. if you're lucky enough to, to ever get out. I'm going to do permanent and, damage to your body. And maybe when he, in that moment, he's like, he tells him no and he hands him over to the cops and then he throws his badge into the water. Like he's finally... Close the book on this moment of his life. That would have made so much more sense. Yeah, sorry, it just doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me at all. You stupid Keanu with your long hair. Your long hair. You you refuse to get a haircut until you catch Brody. (laughs) (laughs) But Bodie has enough time to get his haircut. So was uh, was Anthony Kiedis? One of the gang yes. members in this movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he was. Great cameo Tone. in this movie by Anthony Kiedis. Boy, he looked young as heck. He did. His hair he looked did. young as heck, too. How about that? For a, second, I, I, for a second, my twisted memory was like, I think Flea is in this, too. I think half of the Chili Peps are in this movie. And then <laughs> I had to peps. realize that that's not true. I mean, I honestly was thinking as well, like, is this guy also a chili pepper? He Maybe he is. I, that's what, I was thinking that, too. I was like the guy to the left of him. I was like, oh, I think that's a chili pepper, too, then. Have a Tom Sizemore undercover drug addict. Yeah. Uncredited. <laughs> Guild laws. Guild bylaws. <laughs> yeah. SAG, SAG bylaws. <laughs> yeah, he was filming another movie. He couldn't get the credit. <laughs> also, how do you... If they're about to bust these people, how do the higher-ups not get a, a tip saying, don't bust these guys, we got somebody in there? Because his boss is all pissed. You could have prevented that. Didn't you know this was going to happen, and didn't some word get back to you? Mm-hmm. Even if it's I, a different word? I think, I think John C. McGinley was instructed before every scene to act it to the hilt. Like Catherine Bigelow was like, just do me a favor, take the biggest bites out of this scenery that you can, because every time he like, I love John C. McGinley, Scrubs, the uh, Office Space, it Highlander Two, I mean the guy's amazing. <laughs> so in this movie, I could I could have watched a buddy cop movie, 
with Busey and Reeves go on different assignments with them as their chief. He, he was even like when he caught them at the bank robbery or when Keanu's arrested, he's like, you know, I, I should have known you two would have been responsible for this. I put you two screw-ups together because you're so terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's your fault. You put them together. What did you expect? Also, right. would just be the best Keanu's cops in history? first assignment. How do you know he's a screw-up? <laughs> he's top of his class. 2%. At Quantico. Timothy just texted me, fresh out of Quantico. That's what, that's what it says. And I'm here. I'm doing this. I can't think of any lines. I mean, this movie's great. Movie. Like we can, we can all, we can all re- like be honest. This movie's amazing. it's a great, great movie. Entertaining as all get out. The parachute, both parachute scenes are amazing. Art. Swayze was like so in love with. Uh, Doing his own stunts, he like jumped out of an airplane fifty-five times for this movie. Oh God! He, and that—that's like him in the air to, the whole t- every time. It looks like his, he was born to do it. Yeah, he—he he really does. Like his, his uh, all his camera work—that's him jumping from from the airplane and hanging in the air for ten thousand feet. It's amazing. Man alive! How about his little like sh- his booties that he was wearing? What are those? <laughs> like they were like toms before they were toms. <laughs> yeah, they were. That was probably just like when uh, they were still like local, and and then Tom's blew up, and all these people who wore those like hate Tom's. <laughs> it was like he was wearing blue paper towels on his feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it worked. He has one of the best bodies I've ever witnessed. I mean, do you think that maybe one percent squats? Did, he must have just done his core. It, core muscles. Yeah. Like you remember oh. the Dalton, the shirtless Dalton scenes. Oh yeah. Or like just Absolutely. he's barrel chested. Like he's not yeah. cut. Like you know, it's just muscle. It, it, mm. Like he doesn't need to be cut. Like some people get cut for the look. He was cut because he could probably lift an entire tree. He didn't have it, any. Like kind that's how of... he clears his backyard. He just lifts the trees out. No extra weight on that body that isn't being utilized to its fullest right. extent. Right. Mm-hmm. God. Imagine him in the sack. Specimen. Probably has like endurance. I mean, I do often. God. I mean, his clenched cheeks could probably like turn cold to diamond. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I just imagine, you know, it took the super soldier serum for Captain America to bicep curl that helicopter. But I think Patrick Swayze could have done it just in pure... Cheek. Life strength. Oh, I thought you were going to say his butt cheeks. Butt cheeks, like maybe. each cheek yeah. pulling. Each cheek know, could pull hel- a separate yeah. helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, if you were able to like fasten his cheeks like with like like hooks on each side like and they met in the middle and he were to like clench. Imagine if him and that uh, <laughs> the body double waitress bartender got together. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He would rip her face right off as she was going down there. It'd be like a house of horrors, like her. It's like trying to try look be granite. Gone. He would like it, she. It would it would be like she'd be in a motorcycle accident. Like her face <laughs> bones would just be crushed. 
Like her jaw, like somehow her tongue would get her bruised. sinus, like the bones around her sinus area, would be done, <laughs> just because she wanted to get frisky. Scrape the enamel off her teeth. <laughs> Butt stuff. <laughs> Point break. <sighs> what a yeah. night. Great movie. Great yeah. night. One for the books. Absolutely. We got a new U2 album coming soon. Yeah? What's what's yeah. not to love about life right now? Do you, do you uh, have to go back or you little. done that? <laughs> Actually, I'm backed oh, already. Okay. Um, then you can love life. I can love life. Got to be up in about five minutes. <laughs> Get a plane. Like your yeah. flight is at four, so you literally have to be at the airport at two, which well, means you're leaving your house in about an hour and a half. It's at seven, but we have to we have to be out of here at four probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, good lord! I mean, if I had my drugs, so I'd be, be there like way sleeping earlier. my hours tonight. You want me to text yeah. you? See how you're doing? I'll be up. <laughs> I've been trying a new experiment new where life. I've been Instagramming my insomnia. I saw that. Can I say that's like brings it? Into like real real perspective, and it's like I empathize with you so hard, Jonesy. Like empathize. It's awful seeing you, even though you're like making fun of Luther screaming Zoe. It's like three <laughs> thirty. Like you watched Thunder in Paradise this morning at four o'clock. You started watching it. I saw it's one like, at like five thirty. Yeah, yeah, that was the end. I saw. I slept this morning. I slept this morning from 6.30 to 8 o'clock. It's, also, I it's, like how each one tough. was almost like a sexy insomnia pose. Like you were laying yeah, down like that. on a, yeah. a bare skin I could rug. be the new sexy face of insomnia. <laughs> Little make uh, insomnia sexy again. How about the, uh, I went to, uh, I went, we went to the Jones E house the other day. And Jonesy was all like doped up on uh, medication for some kind of dentist appointment he had, and he was talking about. Yeah. We were no talking about. Um, we were talking chub about loot, like how chub started. rub, and we got on the topic of how Jonesy um, knows people that use Vagisil for chub rub, <laughs> and Jonesy God, blurted out uh, on he's in, he's in lazy boy, he's just laid out. <laughs> Looked at looked me dead in the eye, and said, <laughs> "I could be the new face of Vagisil." <laughs> I was on another planet. I had so much medication running through my veins. Oh my word! And no sleep on top of it. Yeah, Someone, if that, anyone wants to Photoshop you know, Jonesy on sleep a Vagisil container, please. We could make this happen. You could change my life. I could be the new face of Vagisil. So I'm, go- I'm going to see the doctor next Friday. What a Again, what a bittersweet ending to this episode. <laughs> Vagisil, hopefully. Lifetime supply. What a show! Great. What's, what's so, on the plate uh, for next episode? Great. So, do we know yet? Is it heat? We have three episodes left. Something, something being heat. criminal. <coughs> Man, Man, we gotta uh, talk about what books we're doing for criminal. The work. Is there like a is there a hardcover or something that has a bunch? 
We better start that. Why don't we just do volume one? I feel like we got to do. We're not doing the whole series, are we? We, I think we got to do at least two volumes. I know how we feel about doing two volumes, though. You know, it's late in the game. There's there's only one person here that guffaws when it comes to reading two volumes. (laughs) I read. uh, Look, I read the entirety of Fear Agent in like two (laughs) nights. For the show. I still don't know how you did that. Remember I'm when I'm still her, banging uh, on. I'm still banging the, the on. The hardest us, thing uh, I ever did for the show. Go ahead. Sorry. Just end it. Let's just. Like we've we got to switch to Skype next episode. There's some weird like delay on hangouts that's killing me. There is. And it just started recently, like in the past. Since we came back from winter break, I think. Yeah. Dale, you go ahead, Dale. Now you speak. We're ready. Uh. Thank you. I, I was going to say I'm still banking on us. Uh, Swinched it up last minute, like Monday night before we record to something else. <laughs> what was the book that you guys had me read and then change it the day of the show? I almost threw my computer against the wall. Oh, God, what was that? It was amazing. There was a couple times. One that I can remember that really got my goat is when you say, let's do monstrous. monstrous," And there was like, actually, we're doing Monstress, which is a totally different book. (laughs) That was the one of the few times where you didn't confirm. Because generally, you like, you know, like five days before we record, you send a link like, is this it? Is this what we're doing? (laughs) <laughs> For whatever reason, it I didn't also like to confirm the morning of recording to give Dale an out. <laughs> right, so yeah. Dale, he always has my back. We said we're going to record tonight. However, right. if you could just tell me now, <laughs> so I can you know make other plans, that would be great. It's almost over. It's almost over. I'm going to miss more that. I'm gonna to miss it. To be honest, I'm going to so I'm going to miss us together as a team. Three more to be. It's not going to be the same. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Pour one out for my homies. (sighs) Well, let's talk about offline what we'll do the next two because they're back to back. They are back to back. To back. Anything could happen. Back to back. Back to back. back. He's a long. Heat's like a four-hour movie. Maybe Heat should be like two ninety-eight and two ninety-nine. It's like a double lap. Man, it's like the coward's way out. Nice job, Slim. <laughs> Listen, we'll talk about it offline. I'm back next Tuesday. Well, no, back next Monday, mm. which is okay. the right, so. There's still time to record by Thursday. Cool. Mm-hmm. You're going to Disney on a Labor Day weekend. Hmm. It's the last weekend. Last weekend we could do. James uh, goes back to school the next day. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I know that man. So you, mm. you don't want your kid to miss Bring school. Bring plenty of water stinks. for some line standing. That's all I'm saying. You know what the temperature is uh, going to be tomorrow in uh, Orlando, Florida? One hundred and six, ninety four. Ooh. Yeah. You going to get a run in with at Ren Mike D. He's like three parks over. I'd probably hop yeah. like two buses. Yeah, that's like so far, actually. Yeah. It's rough. Are you, Slim, did you get the meal plan? Oh, yeah. 
you gotta ride the pot roast. I'm not a big pot roast roast guy myself. Just get the pot roast. Try it one time. (laughs) You better find a choice between a pot roast and like a burger. The pot roast is gonna lose every time. Berg firmed. Yeah. How about us uh, having at least uh, three vegetarians coming to Baltimore Comic Con? It's crazy. Game change. Sure is. Who are the who are the aforementioned vegetarians? We got uh Lind, Chucky, Jim went for Pope, great guy, and uh, Mikey P. Hey, nope. about that, Johnson. You're That's not going to be able to throw thing. meat in people's faces like you usually do with these things. You know, <laughs> do, throw is that meat something I do? In people's faces. <coughs> I put it in an old '90s Super Soaker. I just his, get it. his meat baton high folds it compressed out. meat juice. <laughs> I just found out Nebraza does uh, Uber Eats. I'm gonna have to actually sign up for Uber Eats. What's, so they the, can just what's bring... like the price add on if you do Nebraza Uber Eats? Is there like a fifteen dollar additional charge for them to it, deliver it? it? It's got to be astronomical, right? Like eighteen dollars, I would think. I feel like it's got to be. Because in general, if there's like some pizza place that isn't technically, or a restaurant that doesn't technically deliver, it's like $8 delivery fee or something. Mm. There's only one place that I I actually use Grubhub for, but the food is so good that I have to have it. Yeah. Well, let me see if I can remember where it is. What's it called? Hold on. Let me get into the Grubhub app. This is for all the people. You can Grubhub different states. No, that's my jam. No, it's uh, for wings. My grub of some wings. of the best wings ever in my life. Pals Tap House. Pals. Never heard Pals of it. Tap House. They you get uh, the stew. Phenomenal get pot roast. pub style food. Beef stew. <laughs> pot roast. Uh, <laughs> I got the stew. stew. I got a cheesesteak egg roll. God. And I got the barbecue combo. Which comes with the combo comes with a full rack of ribs, not a half rack. Have, it must be good. Which, which you would think for a combo, half rack of ribs, mm-hmm. full rack. It's like wow, full mm. rack and a combo. That sounds heavenly. Incredible. Mm. 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 Let's, what do you think our just, vegetarian friends are going to get? Baltimore, probably not a full rack of ribs. No. I think we could be adventurous and 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 seek out some uh, some different restaurants that would offer vegetarian options for. I think maybe we'll go to an all vegetarian place. Matt HH probably already has a binder with those places picked out and what (laughs) times of day we're allowed to go there. Matt HH might be vegetarian (laughs) for all we know. That's why he looks so g damn good at. uh, Probably what makes his beard so silvery. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like he doesn't eat meat. Dire wolf's uh, hair. It's not some sicko that eats meat. Okay, it's a question. Vegetarians can they have eggs? Do they eat eggs or no? I have no idea. Depends on if you're a a, a vegan or you're in you're a a wovetarian. A woov. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, like we we know that there's pretty much two types of vegetarians, right? Vegetarians that do it for like the health reasons, and the vegetarians that do it because they hate you. Oh, we get a live set right now, Jensi? Uh, <laughs> open mic night, Tuesday, Tuesday night, the Chuckle Hut. 
when I go up to He's my, testing uh, it out before we get set down there. open mic night. When we go to the vegetarian restaurant and he sets up. Right. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I talk a big game. I got a big set of uh, meat eating balls. But it's, if I were to go to a vegetarian restaurant, you know, my, I would be like, oh, this is so great. Please tell me about your life. Uh huh. I would totally be out. Be Can't out. <laughs> That's uh, three episodes away. Oh, my God. Baltimore Comic Con. We're close. Feels good. God. Feels Man good. alive. You know who's going to be it's there at Baltimore Comic Con? The only reason I think I want to go in is my dear girl, Jessica Henwick. I don't know Game who that of Thrones. is. Uh, she was in Defenders. I don't know if you didn't watch Defenders or Iron Fist, but she's a, she's a cool... Who was she in uh, Game of Thrones? She's one of um, Khaleesi's female warriors in like the second or third season. Mm. Is she like her assistant confident person that showed up in like season two or three? Like the the black girl? Uh, No, it's not Masandi. No, she's a, uh, I think she's Japanese. Mm. But uh, I don't want to say that because every time I guess in Asian culture... I get it wrong and I feel like S. Right, and then you make a so vegetarian, go, off-color uh, vegetarian uh, joke. Actually, I thought that joke landed pretty good. <laughs> uh, she's actually British by birth. I got nothing. IMDb is not even helping me right now. All right, good night. All right. So we'll 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 talk about the next movie. The next two episodes, you know, we'll talk about it offline. Maybe Off- when uh, Slim has some downtime, uh, resting his feet this weekend, <laughs> we'll see. What's the next dead movie? Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. We could do that. Oh God, we don't have to, but we can. Oh, yeah. We don't have to, but we can do it. I'm just you throwing it out there. We got we have some ideas in the doc already. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm. Alien Covenant. Mm. I'd like to see that. Maybe mm. there's not enough time. I've never We've seen Alien Covenant. Prometheus. Maybe we should just go to 301 so we can do Alien Covenant. Yeah, that's probably a 301 that, and up. That's, if we ever record that's again. slow head shake. 300. Remember <laughs> when we first decided to end the show, we were like, yeah, guys, we'll come back like, you know, movies of the week, like every couple months. I didn't. I we'll never do said a that. show. I think that might like have been a Dale young, dumb and full of cum. trying to talk uh, friends of the show off the ledge comment. <laughs> Wish yes. thinking. And myself. <laughs> I will never probably use this iMac ever again. <laughs>